We're on page Kuvav, Brother the Shabbos, we began the Mimer last week. Knesset is held by Zugash or Shabbos. Some of the Asidus, some of the Asidus of this Mimer we learned earlier. And we're using these Yisaitis to understand, to understand some of the remarkable Gidarim that we have with Shabbos. This one is the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, at the time of creation, promised Shabbos that she would have, that she would have a Bazug. There's a relationship between Knesset Yisrael and Shabbos. By creation, by the six days of creation, there were matches that were made. On the first day, light was created. On the fourth day, there's a bazug of the sun, the moon, and so on being placed in the in the sky in the universe. And there were six days, and Shabbos was the odd man out. And the Kajbaruch who reassured Shabbos that the Knesset Yisrael is the Bazug of Shabbos. And Rebbe explains that the Inyan of Bazug, this Inyan of Bazug, is that there's a Koyach that one has, and the Bazug draws out and brings into reality, into Metzius, that potential, that hidden Koyach, just like the light is brought out into the world by the sun and the moon and so on, so too the Shabbos has the Shabbos has Shabbos has infinite kaiches. What Shabbos is, Shabbos without her bazug, Shabbos without the bazug, without Knesset Yisrael, can't bring can't bring this or into the world. So the so the purpose of this Maimon is to explain what does that mean? What does that mean? And we returned to the aside that we've been learning over the past few Mamar, that Shabbos is the Gilui of the Shem Havaya Baruch Hu Atakidashtis Yamashri Lishmecha. Lishmecha. It's a Gilui of the Shem Havaya. What is the what is what is the meaning of that? So we return we returned once again to the to the side of Shvisa, what Shvisa means. What is Shabbos, Shvisa? And we learned that Shvisa is in the person with the Kirchas and Nefesh with the Kirchas and Nefesh are mispashate through the movements and actions of a person the words and so on of a person, the kaiches and nefesh, who the person is, is mispashet into the world. And that the shvisa means the return of those kaiches to the etzim of who the person is, which means that in creation there's a hispashtus of the shem havaya and how we see this world in the six days of creation. But that hispashtus itself covers and hides and conceals the etzim of Akash Baruch Hu himself. The same way that our actions, on the one hand, 
we're accomplishing something, we're going out, there's a histostas, but on the other hand, it's a hastar, it's a concealment of the etzim of who the person is within himself. The shvisa means the return of those kaitas to the etzim. So on page kuf vav, zoha oimet, now we can understand the oimet, the depths. Chazal tell us that Shabbos is the time of Yasa Kula Tayr. Shabbos should be a day of Tayr, completely. Shabbos Yasa Kula Tayr. Climate. The Mashiach Hetel of Atomi during the week, <coughs> during the week, because there's a heter. During the week, it's permitted. At best, it's permitted because we don't have because we don't have a choice. Going back to what happened by by Adam and Chava, during the week, it's permitted to take off time from Torah in order to engage in Vasafta de Ganecha in earning a panos and working and so on. Zorak be Yomayzachal. That heter is only during the, the six days of the week. Ha'ul b'Shabbos sh'tzarech liras ki l'koy malach kol malach d'cha asuya. However, on Shabbos we're one must live with the perspective of that there is nothing in this physical world. In terms of the malach of this, of the lamites malachas, there is nothing in this world that that needs to be done. Everything is finished. Shabbos is Kulay Tayr. In the brackets, Vagam Shamaliha Tayr, we see in Halacha that those who have the fortune to be able to spend the six days of the week immersed completely in Tayr, Rishoyim Lanuach Yaisib Shabbos, they are permitted to spend more time on Shabbos resting. Of course, the way the world works out is those who are Amelim Tayr don't have the four-hour naps uh, they, because they like to learn, even on Shabbos. Those who, those who uh, are dafka, not working, not learning during the week, they, they like to have the longer, la- longer uh, naps and are less involved in learning. It's not always like that, but that's often what happens. But the, but the truth is, it's just the opposite. The truth is that those who are working during the week when it comes to Shabbos, they really don't have that heter of more than a little bit of rest, but it should be kulay tar. Masha'enikein, those who are mele matar the whole week, then halacha permits more menucha. And we're going to learn about that also later on, more ba'aymik. Ayin arachayim simen ve'sadik, abu kulay alma maidu di karla tar. But everybody agrees that the ikr of Shabbos is tar. Everybody agrees that the Ikr of, uh, of Shabbos is Torah. And 
And the meaning of this is that we know what Chazal have taught that Torah Nivra Tov Tov Kuf Ayin Daladaris Kedem Shnivra Ha'olam. Chazal tell us that the Torah was created, the Torah existed 974 generations before the world was created. Whatever that means, we're not going into that now. But the Torah precedes creation. V'hainu de Pnimi Yisafayra Hu Ha'gilui Ha'borer Shahayil Afnebriyas Ha'olam. Now, before the world was created, there was only Hashem. The Shem Havaya, the Nizgav Shemai Levadai, the Nizgav Hashem Levadai, Hu Ushmai Levadai. That's what there was. The Torah is the Shem Hashem. The Torah, the existence of the Torah before the world means that it comes from that world of Hu Ushmai Levadai. As the Ramban writes in his introduction to Chumash, the whole Torah the whole Torah of the Shemus of Hashem. We don't see how to break this down in such a way, but from from Bereshis to Enei Kol Yisrael is all Shemus of Hashem. The inner toichen, the content, the pnimius of every of every word of Torah is Shem Hashem. Is to be megala, is to reveal Shem Hashem. The alkain, the Shabbos kodesh shu yoyim shechayzeres by habriel haavir shall ad shle nivra haylam hayuhu shmeilavad. Since Shabbos means the shvisa of this pastus of Hashem into a world, into a physical world, to create this world which hides His name. And Shabbos is the return to the Shem Hashem. Shabbos is the shvisa and the return to the etzim, kivyochel of of Hashem levadai. That that mitzias of Hashem levadai is kulaytar, kulaytar. Shem is Hashem, Shem Hashem, it's Kula Torah, which is Shem Hashem. Therefore, Shabbos is Uyayim Shal Eisek HaTorah Davke. Shabbos is the day of Eisek HaTorah Davke. Dihi HaMagala Amitazu. Because it's only through the Torah. Because of the great Hastorah, because of the great concealment that has to upon him in the physical world. When one learns Torah, one is able to return to that gilui of everything is Hashem, the way that it was clear before the six days of creation took place. And that's the significance of Lima HaTorah and Shabbos. That's a very, very, very important yisai. That's the inyan of Lima HaTorah and Shabbos more than any other day of the, of the week. So one might think that this is only referring to, to learning the Torah, to learning the deepest, deepest Torah about all the secrets of creation. That he, Hamavaris, and Megala is Yehudis Baruch, that only through studying those deepest parts of Torah 
are we able to have a taste of of the Shem Havaya of Gilu Hashem? But that's not true. Of course, that's is a special in to learn Pnimis Torah and Shabbos. That's of course true. But Olagam Hadivrei Torah Shalano. But even our Divrei Torah, Shosh and Nogach Hasapar for Shnei Marzim Matalas, the regular Nigla, the Sugyas of Shas, the Sugyas of of the, that are discussed in, in Halach and the Poskin, him gam came, base yad, the gilu yichudo, are also a handle, a way, a way of connecting to, to yichud Hashem, to Hashem echad, as we learned in Tanya. Okamay shakosa benev shachayim, ta'afopisha hishtalshla hatar rebuas oilamas, that as it's explained in Efshachayim and in Tanya, that even though the Torah is mishtalshal through infinite oilamas to come into our boxes of tefillin and our parchment of the Sefer Torah into this physical world. But it speaks to each world, and it speaks to each world according to the language of that of that world that it's stopping that it's stopping off in. According to what we're able to comprehend in this physical world. The Torah has descended to us in the levushim of this world. And in the world of the malachim, the Torah is understood according to the, according to the understanding of the malachim. He rose, he rose, and shalat Torah. There are secrets and deeper and deeper secrets. There's no end. It can't be described at all. But regardless of the language of Torah, that is being understood in each particular world, the Pneumius is always the same. It's always the Shem Havai Baruch Hu. So whether, whether a person is learning the deepest, deepest Torahs in, in Kabbalah, or a person is learning Chumash, trying to understand the Pasuk, and trying to learn uh, a Kitzvah whatever it might be, it's all the Shem Havai Baruch Hu. Umav Hiras and everything that we learn in Torah is to it clarifies more and more this truth. Shakol toli bahaviyosi is both, but everything is Hashem. It's not important for now how that is. And why is it that when you're sitting and learning something, you don't necessarily feel that or connect to that? That's something we talk about all the time, but that's not for now. This is the Mitzvahs. Avlahim dvarm. Kavayasa. This is the Mitzvah. And that continues. Vaisa Behir is the bottom of the page. Vaisa Behir is Shiesh Betayakadaisha. And this same Behir, this same clarity, this same Gilu, the Shem Havaya, that is in the Torah, Yesh Nagam Benishmaisisah. It's also in the neshama of a Jew, the nishmas Yisrael. The Rishonim have you medrash chazal. The Yeshishim riboy oisis betayra. It's found in chazal that there are six hundred thousand letters of the Torah that correspond. Connected Yeshishim riboy nishmas Yisrael. Of course, the the tzaddikim are trying to understand because the cheshbon, of course, does not work out. That way, that's also not for now. But that means the shirish of Torah and the shirish of Nishmas Yisrael is one. 
The Kaima Hashlema of the the perfected the perfected Mitzvahs of Am Yisrael is in that state of Shishim Ribai, which correspond to the Torah, to the letters of the Torah. In every generation, there are six hundred thousand Nishamas. There are more Jews can I know but it means that there that uh, even though there are many many more those are the, those that is the number of the base nishamas and how they divide up can be divided by millions more but those are the nishamas of the generation one one nishama occupies more than one person that's that's possible and therefore, each and every Nishma Yisrael is Mushrash, is rooted in a letter of the Torah. The meaning of this is, For our purposes now, it means that there is nothing that exists that is as bound to, as attached to, as identified with the Torah to the point that it's kimat chad, chazal hav sashanusah, akutshabuch yisrael varaisa chad, that Hashem, the Torah, and the Jewish people, and nishmas yisrael is one, k'may nishmas yisrael, that every nisham is a gilui of an ice of the Torah, nishmas yisrael and Torah are one. It says in Hazinu, Chelek Hashem Amai. The Chelek of Hashem is Amai in His people. But the meaning of it is that Am Yisrael and the Torah are one. That's the Chelek Hashem, the Chelek Yudke Vavke. That Torah he gilui ha'emes al havayosis and the Torah reveals the truth of Hashem. And the same thing, the nimsa the Am Yisrael mesigim as behirus havayosis baruch. The Am Yisrael is able to be masi. That that behirus that in that clear way havayosis <coughs> baruch. And that's the Indian where we wear we film. So we put parashiyas of Torah on us. Every time we put on film, we're putting on parashiyas of Torah. That these parashiyas that we wear on us is a gilu of the Shem Havai Baruch and through the Torah, a Nishmas Yisrael is able, in the deepest way, to be bottled to, to Hashem's Baruch. So the Torah is before creation, and Nishmas Yisrael, and Nishmas Yisrael, preceded creation as well as Chazal tells us.
נשמס ישראל. וכשם שפנימיס התיירה לא משתנה כלל בירידס התיירה לא עולם הכנעל In the same way, when it comes to the Torah, even though the Torah is mislabish in the levushim and the garments of each world, till it comes all the way down to this physical world and the levushim of the physical body of a pair of film. But in Pneumius, despite all of the descents that the Torah has gone through, despite the fact that the Torah has descended through so many different elements, the Pneumius, of course, is the same. It's the Emes, it's the Gilui of the Shem Havai Baruch Hu. V'rak ha-malbushim shalom mishtanim l'asik b'chol o'lum l'fi madreig also. Just the levushim of the Torah, how it's to be understood in each world changes according to the, or adapts to the level of that world. K'achom mamish b'nishma Yisrael. It's the same thing with nishma Yisrael. That the etzim of the nishmas Yisrael, even though it has descended through infinite elements to come into this world, of bechir chavshis of schar va'aynish, of the guf, the etzim, the nishmas Yisrael hasn't changed. It hasn't changed, and the. And the essence of Nishma Sisol remains, the Shem Havai Baruchu. And it remains, Kichelek Hashem Amai. The Chelek Elokom Yimal. And the Nishma Sisol, and its Dvekis, the Torah, its letter in the Torah, hasn't changed. Even though, as a result of this descent, and coming into the Levushim of the physical world, on the outside there are many, many, many changes. Even, even after coming into this world and descending so many, so many levels to come to this world, that Nitzoyts, that presence of the fire of Nishmas Yisrael is something that is never extinguished. Ani Hashem, Ani just as I, Hashem, am unchangeable, so too. So too, Am Yisrael can't be destroyed. Meaning that, Chelek Hashem Amai, Nishma Yisrael, can't be destroyed. We see in our lives changes from moment to moment. Irregular Rega. That's Hurak Bechelek Nefesh Ativi Shalana. That's and again, to the relationship that we have with the Guf, with the Nefesh Bahamas and the Guf and so on. And this is why when Hashem gave us the Torah, He gave it to us in such a way that it was by force, that He held the mountain over our heads. It wasn't a matter of how do I feel at this moment in my present state, in the goof. Because left up to that, there wouldn't be anything. So therefore the Torah could not be left up to how I'm feeling about the Torah, whether I'm interested in it or I'm not interested, based upon based upon what's going on in my life right now. Because based upon what's going on in my life right now, 
has nothing to do with eternity. It has to do with my goof. It has to do with my, has to do with my, with my distance from Hashem, not with my closeness to Hashem. How I'm feeling about the Torah right now, which is, which is exactly what people try to do with the Torah. There's nothing more, there's nothing more that people would like to do than erase, than to erase that way that the Torah was given, that it was given by force. And the, all the Lashonis of those who are not careful, or those who are not believing or not careful, even among the Orthodox, the so-called Orthodox who are not careful with Torah mitzvahs, all of the Lashonis are resisting this Kofalem Hakigigis, resisting God's interpretation of the Torah and insisting upon man's interpretation of the Torah. How I feel about this mitzvah. How I feel about this halacha. Of course, Hashem's book gave the Torah in such a way where it was not left up to the very, very um, shallow and short-lived feelings of what a person understands is what's good for him or bad for him. Nishmas Yisrael comes from the place of the Shem Havai Baruch Hu, of Ani Hashem Loishinisi, of that absolute truth. And since man in his lowered state of the guf, of being in the guf, in this state of the guf, can't identify or finds it very difficult to identify with something that is higher and that's eternal, the Torah had to be given in a way of kafa alayim har When you listen to certain people talking or you read certain things that are written, you would get the impression that the way the Torah was given, uh, 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 the way that Hashem gave the Torah at Sinai was that it was a smorgasbord. And that Hashem's Baruch said, please, if there's something here that you like, please help yourselves. If there's something that you don't like, or that your doctor recommends that you not uh, that you not have, then you certainly don't have to have. People wish the Torah was given that way, because in, in our stupidity of the goof, and where we and where we are at this moment, and how we want to interpret reality based upon the silliness of the goof, it would be much more convenient to believe, and it is much more convenient, and that's what that's why people do this to believe that the Torah is a matter of choice. Just how you feel. What does this mitzvah do for you? I've even heard, and I've mentioned this many times over. I've heard Orthodox people say such things that this, this, uh, no, this, this halacha doesn't work for me. Not that I, not that I'm weak and that I have to have to do tshuva, but this halacha doesn't work for me. This doesn't work for me. Somehow doesn't apply to me. That that nusach, that nusach of of Yiddishkeit, I'm not even talking about those who are not Orthodox. But even it's very easy for that to creep into into our into our way of talking and thinking also. That way is a rejection of the emes of Ani Hashem Leishinisi Ba'atam Bnei Yisrael that just as Hashem is unchangeable, so the truth of Nishmas Yisrael and of Teres Yisrael, of Teres Hashem, is unchangeable. 
in the Pneumius, nothing has changed at all. But the Levushim, the Levushim has to do with how you're feeling at that moment. So you say, I don't know, this mitzvah doesn't do it for me. I don't go for this. You don't go for this. Ki'ilu, Ki'ilu gave a, a choice and said, you like this, try it. You don't like it, don't take it. Ki'ilu. There was such a thing. The Torah wasn't given in that way. The hardest thing for Jews to accept is that Hashem held the mountain over our heads. It goes against everything modern man believes in. It goes against everything modern man believes in. Because all modern man believes in is choice, not responsibility. Not responsibility, and certainly not any type of coercion, which is the, the number one major sin that any teacher or parent could ever commit. The greatest sin that could be committed is to say the words, the horrible, horrible words, you have to do this. You must do this. If you say it that way, you're finished. Please, sweetheart. It would make mommy and daddy so proud. It would make Hashem so proud of you. These are the shyness that that these are the shyness that we've fallen into. Kofalem Hakigis is the understanding that there is nothing else. Hu Shmai Lavadai. Vinizgav Hashem Lavadai. That's it. That's what it is. It's not how you feel. You work out your feelings some other time. But that's not what it's about. So the Torah came into the world in such a way of kofalem harkigigis. Because the Torah and the Pneumis is something that's not a matter of circumstances or conditions of how you feel at that moment. Of what you think is good or not. The Shem Havai is unchangeable. It had to come into such a way. It had to come into the world in such a way. In the language of every generation, this, this, this is understood. It's, it's interpreted by people in different ways. But the Panemius of Tyra is still something which is unchangeable, and Nishmas Yisrael is also unchangeable. Kamesha Kosov, as it says, Ani Havai And those words were spoken by Malachi the Navi at the end of Nevoah. When there was just the last, last few words that a Navi would speak to us before the end of prophecy, until Mashiach comes, <coughs> until Eliyahu Navi. Ani ha-violation isi. So Hashem is telling us, regardless, Ani ha-violation isi. Tol'ini nevchanek is a gili of this or. But the Siddiquim are able to see the or ha in the Shem Havaya in the candle, in the candles, in the nares of Hanukkah. It's a gili in this, in this misgeris of everything changing, of everything, 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 from one moment to the next, hiding and covering that truth of any Hashem Leishenisi, the Yantar of Hanukkah was given to us to go through all the years of Golis.
The same way that Hashem is a Metzius that's not negotiable, so too the Torah is not something which is not something which could be or might not be. It's Mechrachas Batson. The Torah has to be. And therefore, it was given in such a way that it has to be. When the child comes into the bris of Avraham Avinu, it's not in a way of choice. It's in a way that has to be. But the parents think they have a choice not to give a bris. That's not that's not what it means. It means that the baby is not a Balbachira. And when the child enters into the bris of Yiddishkeit, it's in such a way of Kofalem Harkigigis. It's with the mountain or the knife being held over its head. That's the Mitzvah of who he is. It's not a question of maybe yes or maybe no. Vainini tennis Lashinu Klaum. Something that can't change. Therefore, the Torah had to come into such a way, into the world in such a way, of hechrech and kfia. This is a very, very big insight. This is really based upon the Maharal. The Torah had to come into the world in such a way, of hechrech and kfia, as much as that bothers everybody. And they wish it wasn't like that. But that it had to come in such a way. Because if it didn't come that way, if it wasn't something that had to come by force into the world, it was just, it happened. Mikra means it could be, it could not be. It came into the world for the purpose of enlightening us. You know, again, you hear these lashams all the time. Of educating, of enlightening of inspiring, of uplifting, all these nice lashonas are used. When someone says those words regarding Torah, not that this Torah is an inspiring Torah, not that this Torah is an uplifting, every word of Torah, of course, but when the Torah is given in order to A, B, C, D, whatever that person would like to imagine, so then you have to be very, very careful. In those lashonas, you already have a schmeck, the stink of apicarsis. The Torah wasn't given to you because of A, B, C, or D to make you smarter, but to give you like an edge on the guy over the guy at work or something. That's not why the Torah was given to you. Because when you when you imagine a seba, a cause of Nisinus Torah, When you think that way, that means that you're in the parasha of change, of the smorgasbord, of the Torah being a matter of having to accomplish something with you, and you might feel that this particular Indian doesn't accomplish anything with me. You understand what this means? This particular thing doesn't accomplish that with me. So for the person who thinks that the Torah is given in order to inspire him, so if he feels that Muktzah is not particularly inspiring, Hilchus Muktzah is not particularly inspiring, and he says that doesn't do it to me, I don't I don't feel any inspiration by uh, being told that I can't that I can't move 
some stuff in my house or whatever. It doesn't do it for me. So Sister Torah was given to inspiration in his in his uh, finite, uh, goof-oriented smorgasbord choice of Yiddishkeit. So, Muktzah doesn't do it for him. So, for, no more Muktzah. That will take that out. So he's, that doesn't that doesn't inspire me. Kedusha Yisrael, a proper separation between men and women, according to Halacha, that certainly doesn't do it for this guy. If Muktzah bothers him, then that for sure is going to bother him. First you tell me I can't, I can't. First you tell me I can't move my iPod on Shabbos. Then you tell me I can't, I can't touch my girlfriend, even during the week. If you told me Shabbos, maybe, but during the week also, that doesn't, that doesn't work for me. That doesn't work for me because the Torah was given to, was given for me the purpose of inspiration. I don't find that inspiring. I find that very, very, very discouraging and. It, and People have to love each other and have to connect to each other. I find that very discouraging. So whenever a person talks in that nusach of the siba, of a cause, of a reason, so you understand that what's happening in a subtle or always not, not necessarily subtle, what's happening is that he's just he's just bringing the Torah down to his particular goof at that particular moment in his life. And he's saying, that doesn't work for me. Meaning right now. He's not saying... I have to I have to work to reach that. I have to bring myself to that. I have to accept the inevitability of that Vahashem in my life. That's fine. And if that takes you time, you work at it. Hashem as well gives us opportunities to work at things. But when the person says, nah, I don't I don't that that, that that thing doesn't do it for me. That misfira, that halacha doesn't work for me. That nusach is the nusach of apikurasis. You have to be very careful because it comes out of the mouths of people who are Shabbos all the time, and if it doesn't come out of if it doesn't come out of our mouths, it sometimes makes you crazy in your head. That nusach. There's nothing to talk about. Kafalem hakigigis. That's not how the Torah was given, and that's not what it is. It wasn't given to you to make you feel better. The Torah wasn't given to us. That doesn't mean it can't make you feel better. But that's not why it was given to us, to make us feel better. It's Ani Hashem Loishinisi. Yudke Vavke. Before there was a world, before there was a world that was getting you annoyed that you needed inspiration. There was the Torah and there was Hashem. And there was Nishmas Yisrael. So all of, all of those delusions that, that tell a person that the Torah is kilu something that's a matter of choice. Are a way, are a way of ignoring that absolute, absolute reality of Hashem, of the of the Shem Hashem and Hashem Levadai, the Nizgav Hashem Levadai. And that's the gilu of Mashiach Tzikainu, is the whole inning of Mashiach Tzikainu is to take away that hastar, that concealment. Rak Mikram and Eze Sibayah, the Hari Einlach Hashinu, the Godel Mizah, the Mashatoli, the Sibayah, the Subashinu. So I was just explaining. Anything that depends upon conditions, 
upon circumstances, upon what's going on at that particular moment in time, is a bashinu. It means that it's not permanent. It means it's something that changes. If I'm not inspired, then I don't do this. Because if if your if your Yiddishkeit, if your Torah is a matter of a siba cause, not that it came in a way of kofalem hakigigis. So then, if that siba, if that cause is not at that particular time in your life, if that cause is not in effect, such as this doesn't inspire me. So then, then you don't keep it. It's that simple. Then you don't keep it. Anytime that you or I are tempted to do something that's not according to the Torah, we have to try to stop and to remember and to feel Kof Alem HaKigigis. Kof Alem HaKigigis. Either you accept it, meaning either you 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 open up to receive this, or if not, shamtei krasa. If not, it's going to bury you. And that's really the choice that a person has. That's really what bechir chavshis means. In any particular moment of our lives, connecting to that reality of kafelim harkigigis, instead of instead of this silly, immature stuff that we always do about how I feel and what I think is good for me and this is better for me and maybe that's better for me, all this stuff. It's Kofalem Hakigigis. The Zara Oimig with Divir Chazal, then the Sinus of Terah Haisabik fear, the Shumshub Ainus Nama, the Yuchal Shalhal Kalyama, and that's the deeper meaning of Chazal of Megala, or Megalatos, that we know that the Torah tells us in the parasha of, of an Anusa that if a woman is taken advantage of, and she's coerced into a relationship where she doesn't have choice. Meaning that a woman is loyal and was raped. So the Torah tells us that this is a halacha that for modern men is absolutely obscene and vulgar. When the Torah says that he has to stay married to her if she, if she wants. That that he has to marry her and he's not allowed to ever give her a get. <clears throat> Try saying this at the Democratic National Convention. Lo yuchal shalchol Lo yuchal. Wow. First of all, they don't like those words. Lo yuchal. You can't. Lo yuchal l'shalchol kalyamav. Something happened here that was that was. Something happened here where the person's free choice was tampered with. Something happened against the will of this woman. The Pneumius of Chazal tell us in the Swarm Akadoshim discuss that the Indian of means that the Torah was given to us in such a way that Knesset Yisrael were taken advantage of. Knesset Yisrael was taken advantage of. Hashem Isbach forced us to receive the Torah. And the Pasuk that Hashem wrote in his Torah, that revealed in his Torah of was talking about himself in Knesset Yisrael. And this union of the Kiddush that took place with the Torah, when it said, if, if it would have been given in such a way with the Akash Baruch said, look, for now, 
So now you're the best I could do. We'll see what happens later on. So what do you say? You want to you want to get married? <laughs> so Knesset so would say, I, I barely know you. Let me go out a little bit longer. It's really been 26 generations, you know. I'm getting old. You're getting old. You want to go out a little bit? No. Let's just let's just uh, get married. I love you. I love you. Fine. So chasna. Such a chasna can come, and such a chasna can go. <clears throat> the Torah wasn't given in such a way. The Torah was given in a way where it descended infinite idleness from that absolute truth. From that world before creation where it was Hashem, the Torah, and Knesset Yisrael, the Shem Havai Baruch Hu, and was given in such a way where it wasn't a matter of mutual consent, feelings, and so on. It was a gilui of that truth, of Hashem Echad. And then you have no choice other than to step aside and to and to and to let it happen. And then when the Torah says, Lo Yuchal in such a way where there, where where the woman was taken advantage of, there's no sending her away. It's a permanent relationship. So too, Amyasol was taken advantage of by Hashinai. Understand how modern man doesn't care for such a thing, and we we're <clears throat> taken advantage of in such a way because it's a gilui of that truth, and the consequences of that truth are loyuchal shalcha kalyama. Something which doesn't change, something which can't end. It is. It's not how you feel about it. It is, and that's how the Torah was given to us in such a way. It wasn't that Hashem Baruch went to all the nations of the world and interviewed them and said, what do you say? So each one said, what does it say in the Torah? And, and it says, And each of those nations said, oh, forget it. You can't. And then Hashem came, then Hashem came to Knesset Israel and we, and we said, now said, what does that mean? What does that mean? It's not the way we understood as children. Because otherwise, it really wasn't fair. Why would Hashem, Hashem ask each, why would he go to Esav and say, and, and Esav says, what does it say in the Torah? And Hashem says, says, that doesn't seem to be fair, right? Hashem could have said, it says, it says to rest on Shabbos. Nobody has a problem. But Esav, they also have the Sabbath. They would have said, fine, good. So why did Hashem tell them the things that they couldn't possibly that they couldn't possibly keep, but that that defined their reality as murderers. Why did Hashem tell them that? It doesn't seem fair. Only when we understand that, then we can understand the meaning of Nasev and Nishma. The the meaning of that offer is not that something was taking place on the conscious playing field of the nations in Am Yisrael. There was, no, there was nothing like that that happened that day. That's not what happened. It's talking about what's taking place in the Pneumius of the nations of the world 
the reality of the nations of the world versus the reality of Knesset Yisrael. The reality of the nations of the world is that Be'etzem, their existence, rejects Tyre. The reason that Hashem told each nation its weakest point was to reveal that that truth, that that this is something which you cannot live by. You feel that you can't live by, and you can't. That Am Yisrael received this gift, which is really Tyson's question. Why did Hashem have to force the mount, uh, hold the mountain over our heads if we said Nasa Benishma? The greatest gift, Minyan Mesh, the greatest gift of the Torah is, is that it's Davke not a matter of choice, but it's the definition of who we are. That is the gift, that's the gift itself. The fact that we said Nasa Benishma means that in Nishma Sisrael it's clear that there's nothing else, that there's no alternative. That's the gift. You and I, in our lives, we're very, very confident and secure who we are. And we have this gift of the Shem Havaya Baruch Hu in our lives that's unchangeable. And Am Yisrael has lived this way for a long time. It's not a smorgasbord. Everybody knows that one of the most difficult things for a person is to deal with choice. Rav Kud was talking about Bechira. I think it needed a follow-up. I got some calls during the week about that. It's hard to understand. But when you give a child, Lamashal, when you give a child a lot of choices, it destroys the kid. They don't, they don't, they don't do well with that. Imagine telling, like you tell a three-year-old, okay, bedtime is either 6.30, 7.30, 8.30, upon, depending upon what you're thinking or feeling at that particular night. <laughs> whatever you, whatever you, the kid's like, every night is in turmoil. Because on the one hand, the kid's exhausted. On the other hand, other kids are up and so on. I've, I've told this, you know, you've heard me say this thousands of times. People move from out of town to New York because they want to have a choice of yeshivas. That's exactly what's killing us here in New York. When you live out of town in some little, sweet little Jewish community and there's the one yeshiva, the one day school, whatever it is, and, and there's one, the one kehila, we'll be mistaded. And we're going to make this work. What's the alternative? Public school is not an alternative. We're going to make this work for this kid. And you know what? Those are the, those are the most chashavah kids. So you would say, but that goes against everything we as modern Americans believe in. Everything is you know, just to have options and choices. The options are mamas killing us. All of the behaviors, all of the clarity that a person could have is endangered, is jeopardized by those options. That doesn't mean you don't have behavior chashavah. Of course. And it all boils down to a person's understanding that Pneumius and Pneumius and Pneumius, there is no Bechir. And that's, I think, that wasn't clarified enough, but there is in the Pneumius and Pneumius of Dvarim, there is no Bechir, because the Torah is given in such a way of Kafal Mahaki The options that we have here 
in, in New York for different types of Yiddishkeit and different ways of teaching and different types and different schools and different yeshivas, all of that, which on the outside the people who are trying to manage in their small communities and, and they have their one kosher store or not even, they have it in the grocery store, there's a corner because the goyim there are wise enough and kind enough to service the the 40 Orthodox families over there in the community by having a little kosher corner in the grocery store. In Plinius, those people are much, much better off than we are. Much, much better off than we are. And the same thing when it comes to choices. But you can ask, what do you mean by about the different types and different ways and so on and so forth? All of that, all of that is, gets it's just further and further and further away from the truth of Shema Yisrael Hashem HaKadosh that's why, on the one hand, Yiddishkeit was much harder years ago. It was much harder if you were outside of Yiddishkeit. It was much harder. But if you were inside of Yiddishkeit, it was much easier. And it's very hard for me to explain what that means. Those who are a little bit older know that there was a time before Yiddishkeit was so such a smorgasbord, and there were so many opportunities and choices. When there was just the one yeshiva, the one shul, and one God. And you worked it out. And you worked it out. These are the Gibbon of New York, you understand. These are the more of you, know, if you if you live in if you live in like in, in Des Moines, Iowa, and I happen to be once to speak to the Yidnam over there. If you, have, if you live in Des Moines, Iowa, so you have a different Nusach. The Nusach is I have we gotta work this out. We have to work this out. It's a different Nusach, because there's one advantage from there's one tire, we have to work this out. In New York you don't have to do that, you just say I don't like this tire. It's a different tire. That's all. It's a different tire. And the people who have that mindset, they, they usually will. They usually spend their entire lives running from one thing to the next on the smorgasbord. Like a, like a kid who's who's like loose in a toy store, they also run like that. When you see old time Jews that they sit in one place, they have the same place in the shul for seventy years. To have the same tightness for seventy years. <laughs> this is who I am. This is what I do. But that doesn't work with nowadays. And nowadays, is, what, what's at the next table? What's at the next table? Right, That's right. That's exactly. So, so that, to give an impression. To give an, why? Because the person's entire, the child's being able to mature, is to make decisions and to make choices. Hagigiyos like means, but, day but day we're, not, we're not letting you. We're not letting you walk across the LIE. Right. I love you, and yeah. this is going to make. This is going to enhance your life. Your life is going. You no. might not see how or why or when. Correct. But this is. This is. You Absolutely, life. you're 100 right. Bechira, bechira, and that's what I've called this Bechira is is the avoda that a person that makes a person into a great person at that moment in life is bechira. But the mitzvahs of who he is, is not up to choice. And it's a very, very delicate balance. And, and that's what we're having a great problem with nowadays. Because the whole avira of the world is unlimited choices. Whatever makes you happy. But then, then the kid comes to yeshiva and he, and he grows up in, the, in a from home and what we're saying is, it's not whatever makes you happy. <laughs> so then, this is a, and I have unlimited text messaging, unlimited calls, unlimited... This unlimited death, and all of a sudden, everything you hear in yeshiva is limited, 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 <laughs> and, they're, and they're going crazy. Regardless of a person is to choose to make that right choice, especially now, it's unbelievable. 
But you're right. We have to. But the, the ultimate is to understand it. That, that there's something higher and there's something meira and beyond. Your uh, what you think is up to you. There's something higher than that. I will continue with you next time.